Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and in life. Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. This is a podcast designed to help you build a winning family. My name is Dr. Linda Travelute, and I'm your host for the Winning Family Podcast, and I am super pumped today because we've got some cool things to give away to you, our listeners. We've got a copy of The Double Win. That's Rodney and Michelle's book. And when you sign up for their 30-day mentoring, and it is a free trial, you go ahead and get to test it out. They're going to give you a copy of The Double Win, and that is worth it right there. But in addition, you're going to get some incredible mentoring every month. We'd love for you to rate and review the podcast so we know we're on track and it's a blessing to you. And of course, you're going to want to share these episodes with your friends. And I am sitting in the studio today with the incredible marriage mentors, family mentors, Rodney and Michelle Gage. How are you guys? Great. 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 Yes. It is hot and humid out here in Central Florida. <laughs> we're but moving into fall. <laughs> we, we are moving into fall. That's yeah. how we roll here in Florida. <laughs> we just, isn't it crazy? We're about to talk about the four seasons of parenting. And we, as we think about seasons in Florida, we don't have many. But, Not much. Um, it's what the, uh, the license plates they make available here in Florida it says endless summer. Yeah. That's spot on because it seems like they are endless. Endless. Yeah. It's always hot. Always hot. Well, you might feel like you're in a season of parenting that is tough and difficult. Or maybe you're in a season where it feels good and it's, you know, you're just chilling, right? Everything's rolling. But Mm -hmm. Rodney and Michelle are going to break down the four seasons of parenting and then what you can do if you feel like you're in the middle of a particular season. So guys, let's go ahead and dive right in. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about just the conversation we're going to have because uh, I think we can all relate to, obviously, the natural seasons or cycles of the calendar year, you know, when we have those transitional times of the summer, fall, winter, spring season. And, you know, when you think about it, life is so similar, you know, that we all go through different seasons of life. We all go through different journeys, you know, whether it's in our marriage, you know, different seasons in our parenting and really just even in our careers and life Mm -hmm. in general. You know, there's highs, there's lows, there's good seasons, bad seasons, and everything in between. And Mixtures yeah, of the seasons. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think today, as we think about just the natural cycles mm-hmm. of, you know, the calendar year, if you will, or just the natural cycles of, you know, nature in and of itself, Ecclesiastes is a good reminder. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 where it talks about there is a time and there is a season for everything. Everything Mm -hmm. under the sun, if you will, when it comes to the seasons of life, also has a great purpose Mm -hmm. behind it. And sometimes that's tricky, you know, when we're walking through a particular season to say, okay, well, what is God's purpose and plan for this season or what I'm walking through right now? And, And I think, you know, for those that are listening, maybe you're walking through one of these four seasons that we're going to unpack today. And maybe you're asking yourself the question, how do I get out of this season? Will this season ever end? You know, or, you know, I'm on the front end of this season. What should I expect? Mm-hmm. And, or what should we do in this season? And so I'd love to just to kind of jump right into, since we talked about the heat of the summer, Ooh, yeah. let's just jump right into the summer season of life and Again, if you're a parent, you know, and again, we're all at different phases and stages or seasons of Mm -hmm. our parenting journey, you know, or even maybe in your marriage, 
But, you know, for those who are parents who maybe you're in that season, like our oldest daughter, I know you are expected, uh, expectant grandmother to Mm -hmm. be uh, with your first grandchild. What's your name going to be? Theo. Oh, oh, the the baby's name is Theo. What's your name? Oh, my name. name. Oh, forgive me. I might even get in trouble for saying Theo on a podcast, right? Because, you know, we try to keep those things secret for a little bit. Um, I haven't decided totally, but my son does not like the idea of Mimi or Grammy or Graham, which I like all three. So I think I'm just going to let Theo decide what he's going to call me. That's awesome. Yeah. Dr. Grandma. We're Gigi and Pops. Okay. For Rhodes. I like it. Rhodes Rodney coming in October. So he's going to be a fall baby. Yes. Yes, That's the season we're in. But we've been through a season of raising children for sure, all of us. And the awesome thing. Also, the difficult thing is that you only really get 18 summers with your children as they're growing up in your home. If they Mm -hmm. go off to college Mm -hmm. at the end of uh, when they graduate from high school, you really only get 18 summers with them. So the summer is such a fun time. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I reflect back, you know, those were very intentional times that we had with our kids. We really made it an effort to get away with the family during the summer for a summer vacation and uh, just enjoy that downtime together, them growing up in a pastor's home. You know, there was a lot of uh, attention given outside of the home as well. Rodney, you know, your book, The Double Win, you talk about this, that, you know, it's a challenge to balance sometimes. But um, the summer was a time that we dedicated absolutely at least a week or two that was just dedicated to our family inside that lived inside of our home, you know, not just our church family, but our family. And um, so we only get 18 of those summers, but there's such fun times, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the sobering reality of just how quickly it goes. I mean, here we are now Mm -hmm. on the other side of the pendulum where we have our kids who are, you know, we're, we're now empty nesters, but at the same time, we're kind of getting ready to recycle through the process, you know, with having grandkids, but man alive, it goes so fast. And so, you know, we just encourage every parent to just treasure the moments that you have. I think the trap that we fall into is what I call the when and then thinking of like, well, when our kids get a little older, then we'll be able to do this. Or when, when things slow down, then we'll be able to do that. And I think we just have to treasure, as you emphasize, just being intentional, just treasure every moment that you can, because summer season is a good season. Summer season is a time when life seems to be, if you want to use the word normal, or there is some normalcy, kids are out of school. You know, of course, as they get older, they may be going off to a camp, they may be doing different summer activities or travel ball or whatever that season looks like. But summertime is an awesome time because it is, even though it can be busy, but at the same time, it is an opportunity in that short window of time when kids are out of school where you can go see family that live in other regions of the country and spend quality time that maybe gets, you know, maybe squashed out because of the craziness of the rest of the calendar year. But all that to say, during the summer season, I think it's important, regardless of what stage of parenting you might be, or even in your marriage relationship, we like to say that's the time to sow into your marriage, sow into your family, sow into those relationships. Because 
winter is coming, which we'll unpack here in a few minutes, but summertime is an opportunity for us to really dig deeper roots, build that foundation, nurture those relationships, make as many emotional deposits into that emotional bank account as possible, as well as the spiritual and relational bank accounts, because at some point you're going to need that. Yeah, that's good. So store it up in the Mm -hmm. summer. knowing that there's going to be other challenging times ahead or seasons ahead. And and it's not just a literal, literal season, you know, of summer that I referred to that we only get 18 of, but it's also a metaphor for just the seasons of life in general, as we talk about this, because Mm -hmm. you could be going through summer in January in your uh, parenting, that things Mm -hmm. are going so well, Mm -hmm. having so much fun enjoying the moments, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what age your child is, but whatever that literal season is versus the mm-hmm. metaphor of the season that you're investing and mm-hmm. making deposits in that season, because we all go through all four of these seasons and they don't always line up with the exact literal season. Yeah. 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 And I think that's important. It's a great point to bring out because I mean, as we go through, continue to go through these, I mean, at the end of the day, we can all, there, there's a mixture of these seasons mm-hmm. every <laughs> every week of our yes. life, it seems yes. like. You know, yeah. there's always something good and there's something challenging, bad going on simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but just as Michelle emphasized, just kind of as a metaphor, you know, just keep in mind that in, in the parenting cycles and seasons of life, same as true with marriage, I think we have to just be prepared that there are going to be opportunities where it makes sense to really just drill a little deeper, mm-hmm. yeah. be intentional, invest in your marriage. I like to say it this way, don't wait till you're going through some bumpy, mm-hmm. you know, roads in your marriage or with one of your mm-hmm. kids before you start getting help. Right. You know, right. be proactive rather than reactive. And so summertime is that opportunity just to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Even though it seems on the surface everything's going mm-hmm. good, but don't don't rest on your laurels there. Mm-hmm. Don't think that that that's always going to be the case because right around the corner, when we least expect it, we could get that curveball that's thrown mm-hmm. at us, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like, okay, what are we supposed to do now? Yeah. Well, when you're investing in your marriage, you're investing in your kids during that summer season when life seemingly is going good, then to me it's just really building on that foundation mm-hmm. so that we can you know, withdraw from that when we really need it the most. Right, right. So so yeah. let me ask you, when you're talking about investing, what does that look like? You did mention time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, yeah. and how do you invest during the summer? Like wh- what kind of time are you talking about spending with your kids? I think it's interesting. I was thinking back, you know, when the kids were in school, they would give them summer homework, you know. Yeah. Um, so the summer homework felt different than the homework that you did during the school year that was due every single day. But, you know, maybe reading a book together and discussing what God's teaching you or journaling. I used to buy my kids a a summer journal every summer before we went on vacation. And and we got new pens and Mm -hmm. paper and stickers and all the fun things Mm -hmm. to where we're learning uh, and reflecting in a fun season. Yes. And... You know, I, I have some boxes. We just recently moved, and they're, they're keepsake boxes. Oh. And inside the keepsake boxes are some of their summer journals, you know, of what did we learn in those good seasons. So mm-hmm. I think it's just 
Maybe it's text messaging your kids and just pouring into your kids in good seasons, encouraging them, Mm -hmm. words of affirmation to them in the good season, Mm -hmm. too, you know, Mm -hmm. and guiding and directing them. Maybe reading a book together is also a great idea. Yeah, and, and I think when you think about the summer season in a calendar year, for example, it's really the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think building on the reflective time, because usually yeah. summertime is a little bit more relaxed, mm-hmm. so you have more quality time, you know, to spend. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the opportunity where you just kind of go back and revisit maybe mm-hmm. some goals that you set at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And so it's an opportunity to really begin to evaluate, you know, how are we doing in these certain areas of our life? You know, maybe you set some academic goals, maybe you set some Mm -hmm. physical health related goals or, you know, whatever those goals might be, but say, you know, how are we doing and what, what adjustments do we need to make in this Mm -hmm. summer season to finish strong? Mm -hmm. If we got off track, you know, what are some changes that can be made to get back on track? What do we need to maybe reprioritize, you know? So I think it's a great opportunity just to kind of reassess where you are and determine, you know, in this season when people are maybe a little bit more less intense mm-hmm. to embrace these kinds of conversations. Because, again, we're trying to be proactive rather than reactive in that summer season. Mm-hmm. I, I love Psalm 90, verse 12. I know mm-hmm. we, we know it and we've heard it, but just teach us to number our days. Yes. Uh, just yes. every day living intentional and I know you've heard it if you have kids living at home with you but that time goes by so fast to just live each day intentionally and the summer is the opportunity when things are going well whatever season it may actually be but the time in your life when things are going well with your kids don't forget to encourage and make deposits during the summer yes so good so good all right, we want to get to another season because <laughs> summer goes quick. That's right. And then Head we've got the, the fall. fall season. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And fall is a cool time because uh, fall equates to a lot of change. You got the mm-hmm. fall seasons mm-hmm. of the year. We were just talking to some friends here recently fall. up in the mountains, you know, looking at all the beautiful turning of the leaves. But yeah, yeah fall is really kind of a metaphor for change. Wow. You know, and when you think about it, change um, is a good thing, yeah. but change can also be viewed by some as a bad thing. Um, I heard I heard someone once say, I can't remember now who it was, but they said basically people change for two reasons. It's because they either want to or because they have to. Mm-hmm. And when we look at change from a positive perspective or through the lens of, you know, of seeing it as a good thing, you know, change is never easy. Mm-hmm. But it depends, again, I think, on our perspective and how we choose to embrace change mm-hmm. and walk through changes, whether it's a change that we are intentionally making or a change that we're being forced to make. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets a little complicated, especially when we're confronted with change that maybe we didn't have a choice or a say in what just happened. Right. You know, And all of a sudden now we're being forced to make a change, and that's where we can either get mad or we, I heard someone say, or we can get mature, Ooh, you know, we can, good, we right? can get, we can get bitter or we can get better yeah. because of the change that we're now confronted with. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of parents are walking through change right now, still even um, coming out of the season that we've been in with over the past three or four years with our kids um, coming out of COVID and they missed a year of school and all those things. I think that some of the students that are now getting ready to graduate or in their high school years, they feel we did some interviews with some kids at our church, which was super cool for you to be able to interview them, ask them questions and talk to them about how that change affected them. Mm -hmm. And it majorly affected them. So I know if you're a parent listening today, you're going through that change with your children. It was something we didn't expect um, that forced us mm -hmm. to, you know, like you said, we either choose or change chooses us. And yeah. I think it shows us during that season and just really helping our kids walk through that change, mm -hmm. um, that they missed a whole year yeah. of growing in relationships and, in, and in their maturity mm -hmm. that they felt they sure. missed and they feel they aren't prepared to right. graduate from high school. Wow. And you don't even think about that, mm -hmm. but that's a change that our kids experience. I remember when I was in sixth grade, we moved from one state to another. I was, had just made cheerleader at the mm -hmm. middle school. I was so excited, you know, and, uh, my dad got called to a new church. And that was a major change in my wow. life as a middle schooler. And I know that happened with our children, mm -hmm. too. There was a change in school during that season. And just walking through those changes and teaching our children in the change, you know, how God can be working to grow us right. in, in the changes that we right. experience in life. Yeah. And, you know, the changes, too, when you think about in like, for example, I remember when we were going through a very difficult decision as a family mm -hmm. to move from a private school situation that our oldest at the time was in, in transitioning her into a public school. So in our mind, it was like throwing a little, mm -hmm. a little sheep out into a den of wolves. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that, it was that fear of making this change. Yeah. And I'll never forget, we literally, we went old school. And what I mean by that is we literally got a yellow pad yep. and a pen, yep. and we made a yep. pros and cons list. And we we had her. We had our oldest daughter literally write it. We wanted her to come up with her version, and we came up with our version, and then we just kind of talked through. And it was interesting because she actually really carefully and prayerfully thought through all the pros of making the change at the same time, obviously, listing all the cons. And mm -hmm. it was almost neck and neck in terms of there was just as many pros as there were cons. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, but at the end of the day, what we wanted her to be able to come to that place of having peace with is that mm -hmm. whatever change was going to be made, she was going to embrace that. She was going to own that for herself so that it wasn't perceived as something we were forcing her to do. We were, we were not forcing the change it was really initially her idea mm. and but we also knew that timing was important and we, <laughs> looking picked, back on we it we picked a crazy <laughs> time it was her sixth grade year as well in the middle of her sixth grade year wow which was which is, crazy uh, we, but we it proved to be that. uh yeah i don't know that we would recommend that but for us that was and for her it was god's timing yeah. Yeah. and it was a, a season of change that she needed to grow and and she did. 
She did grow, yeah. and she did grow in her relationships in that change. But I love it because she did, obviously we were guiding her as her parents, but she did ultimately make the decision mm-hmm. uh, to, to move, which yeah. was very interesting. But it, it, all, it all works for good, yes. you know? Yeah, and we could go on and on just with yes. that situation in and of itself because that one decision, that one change you know, um, forced. So it's like a domino effect of so many other decisions and changes that went in with that. Yeah. And it was hard, but at the same time, in the long run, it was a game changer for the good because of what it allowed her to be able to experience in terms of just thriving in a whole new way that she probably would have never discovered or had the opportunity to thrive in Mm -hmm. had she had stayed where she was. And so anyway, I think, again, so often people resent change because Mm -hmm. it throws you into a place of being uncomfortable. Or angry sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Nobody, Nobody likes change, you know, from the standpoint of being taken out of your comfort zone or what is predictable or kind of your routine, your norm. Because there's a sense of security when you're in that. Right. And all of a sudden, when you're taken out of that, that's where you can have those emotions of anger or, mm-hmm. you know, or resentment because of whatever change maybe was forced upon you. But again, it's a season of change. This change is not going to last forever. Right. You know, we're going to adapt. We're going to adjust. Life mm-hmm. keeps moving. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all about how we choose to respond. Right. It's our response and it is our perspective as to whether it's going to make or break the change that we're experiencing in our life. So and don't you think our kids are watching us as we work, work through change? Absolutely. And uh, just they are imprinting on us, especially, you know, as they're younger and they're watching us walk through changes, mm-hmm. whether it's in our mm-hmm. marriage relationship mm-hmm. or a move or a job change. Right. How are we responding what are we teaching them in the way that we respond to that change? Because that's, right. that's the loudest lesson that's right. Right. Uh, that's right. that has the most impact on their life. For sure. For sure. And then comes the winter season. Ooh, get cold. Yes. <laughs> winter seasons, which we all will encounter. It's not a matter of if, it's simply a matter mm-hmm. of when. The winter seasons come, and that is a metaphor of the cold, dark, challenging season that we in, that we encounter it could be a you know a health crisis mm-hmm. you know that or setback that you're experiencing mm-hmm. from maybe losing a job uh, financial difficulties that you're going through it could be relational mm-hmm. challenges maybe it's divorce it's it's a friendship breakup it is maybe maybe it's a situation where um, in in terms of just the the difficulties of a parent who's walking through a season of a rebellious son or daughter Mm -hmm. who for whatever reason has chosen to step outside God's will Mm -hmm. plan and purpose for their life. And a parent is just brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. You know, they're carrying that weight, that Mm -hmm. burden and even maybe blaming themselves, you know, of like, well, what could we have done differently? You know, why is he, or why is she, acting out this way or why did they choose to abandon what was so important to us as a family? They were doing so good. Now all of a sudden things have switched, mm-hmm. you know? And so again, sky's the limit on the challenges that we all face. But again, it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about in the season, in the fall season of change, you know, trials 
once again, can make us bitter or make us better. And I think, it, again, it goes back to our perspective. But one of the things I love is James 1, which mm-hmm. is a great passage of Scripture, where which almost sounds like a contradiction, but it says, count it all joy right, right. when you go through various trials, yeah. which simply means there's all kinds of trials. But how do you find the joy in the midst of pain? And believe it or not, God can turn what maybe the enemy wants to use for evil. God can still turn that pain into a greater purpose if mm-hmm. we allow him mm-hmm. to do that. Right. And that's a choice that we get to make, right. you know, right. to allow God to turn something, you know, bad, bitter, you know, difficult mm-hmm. into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, too, it, it, it requires reflection like you guys were just mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. that as you got your children journals for the summer but mm-hmm. and I know you guys practice this the idea of looking back and mm-hmm. being intentional mm-hmm. to grab every lesson out of life right and so when we are going through that tough season mm-hmm. if we can just pause and and just try to figure out where's the gold in this mm-hmm. right where's the good Every day, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know you guys are, are, are of the same mindset to, to go through that challenging, difficult time that almost feels crushing. Yeah. But yet daily to, to consider, hmm, what is this producing in me? Like right. James mm-hmm. 1 says, right. those trials and tribulations mm-hmm. produce perseverance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They produce character. So, so there's little things that we can maybe use as mile markers or along the way to yes. say, oh, you know, it sucks right now, but here's something that's good. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's really right. good. That's really And really we need good. support in those seasons, mm-hmm. too. The worst thing that can happen is any couple, family, who's experiencing painful situations to go through it in isolation, mm-hmm. to go through it alone. Mm-hmm. That's why we need a support system. We need a small group. We need a church family. We need, we need those relational connections mm-hmm. with those individuals that love us and care for us, and they're just going to walk through through the fire with us, mm-hmm. not abandon us. Yeah, a mentor is so important yes. too. I, you know, I, I think we all have mentors in our life, mm-hmm. and of course, Rodney and I do this mm-hmm. for families and parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so important to have someone that you can go to and say, "This is what I'm walking through," yes. and they're going to listen, even in the the bad, the ugly, yeah. <laughs> you know, and say they may say, "Hey, I've been there." Let me encourage you in this situation That's to right. do these things. That, that is worth everything. That's Absolutely. so valuable to have somebody that's walked the steps ahead of you to be able to mentor you and walk you through some steps that you may not have even thought of, right. maybe out of the blue for you right. um, in a winter season. But mm-hmm. it's, it's so helpful, so it helpful, because they may have made a mistake ahead of you that right. they can help you from tripping up yep. as yeah. well. So. so good. And I know yeah. our listeners might be out there saying, hey, I just don't have anybody. And so mm-hmm. if they wanted to be a part of your mentoring group, I mean, yeah. seriously, they will sit in a virtual room with the two of you right. once a month right. and get your guidance, your counsel, and your unconditional support, right? Yeah. Right. Every right. month. So they would yeah. go to thewinningfamily.com to sign up for that, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 We have a time of Q&A at the end. If you have any questions that you want to bring to the table, we love to discuss mm-hmm. yeah. those That's things. our favorite yeah. part because yeah. it's just an opportunity just to have the conversation, to That's kind right. of walk through and guide those that are going through various situations or whatever season they're in. 
and it's just a resource. It's a way to bounce things off of somebody. Yeah. We'd love to be able to share that. We do so, that the first Wednesday of every month. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And just to before we go to the last season here to wrap things up, um, I think, too, and I love this quote your dad used to say, troubles don't come to stay. Mm. They come to pass. Right. And so we just need to be reminded that, you know, when you're walking through the winter season, it seems like it's never going to end. Right. Mm-hmm. But as the scripture says, this too shall pass. Yeah. It will pass. It will get better. That prodigal son or daughter mm. will come back home. Mm-hmm. We just can't throw in the towel. Yeah. We can't quit. Yeah. Right. I heard someone say, don't quit during the dip. Right. <laughs> That's good. Don't stop believing. Keep the faith. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep praying. As the scripture says, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep asking. Just don't quit and give up. Yeah. Because God can do what we can't. It's good. So this is true. Yep. And then no, we have that the spring, from experience. Yes. <laughs> We've and then been we have those. the spring season, and really the spring season is just it's a it's a second chance. It's new beginnings. It's new opportunities. It's the green, fresh bloom of the trees and the flowers of the season, where life seems to be going good, but at the same time. You know, you, you're in this busy season, too, because, man, it just is so demanding. Right. It requires a lot because so many things are going on. And I know a lot of parents who are in, you know, you got maybe multiple kids and multiple schools, and you're going three different directions at the same time. And, you know, it's like it's 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 divide and conquer, and it's like two ships passing in the night sometimes even mm-hmm. as parents because it just it's that it's that season of life in your marriage and your career with kids and mm-hmm. you're just at mock speed all the time yeah and it's during this season i think that we have to also go back to a lot of things we've already discussed and reflect on you know is the busyness that we're going through is it something that we have brought upon ourselves mm-hmm. by saying yes to too many good things mm-hmm. or are there some adjustments that we need to make? Do we need to say no to some things or cut back on some things mm-hmm. so that at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't compete with what's most important to us as a family. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of parents can get into a lot of extracurriculars and their kids are wanting to be involved in all the things their friends are involved in. And it all, it all can be wonderful things, good things, positive things. And there can be a lot of good that comes from all of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it is, also competing with what is most important as a family or in your marriage. And in other words, if you don't have time as a parent, if you're married and you don't have time to go out on a date with your spouse, okay, well then that's a problem. Yeah. You know, if, if we no longer have just a family night, mm-hmm. you, we no longer even have a family meal right. where we're sitting down all together at the same time, same place to mm-hmm. have a, have a meal together. Okay. That's the problem. So that's where I think we have to just look at what we're saying yes to, and what do we need to do to make sure that the busy season of life doesn't become our default mm-hmm. and rob us from the things that are most important mm-hmm. to us? And that's, right. that's why that whole book, Double Win, exists, because we want to, to kind of just drill a little deeper with parents to help them ask some important questions as it relates to how they can win both at home and at work and live a life that allows them to, to win in all areas rather than feel like they're losing in all these areas of their life. So much to take in and process with that because our culture, like if you're on social media, 
um, <laughs> you're going to see that people are posting and posting and posting and going from this to that to this to that. So it's kind of the norm that we should be busy. If you're not busy, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you know, you should have a lot going on. Your kids should be involved. And if they're not, then what's wrong with you? Right. Uh, you're a loser. No, right. I mean, you're not. You're not. It's okay to have yes. some space, you know. And to not um, compare, right? Yeah, and to not compare because... I'm not you, and you're not me. God did not make me you, and God did not make you me. So we all have a different story. And I think there was a season when we were going through, when Becca, our oldest, when we moved her to the public middle school down the street, I was driving at one season, I was driving to three different schools spread out all across the city, and it was craziness, you know, all three different start times, and you may be a parent in that season. And we had to make some adjustments after that adjustment was made to make life a little more sane for me, you know. So there, I think there's a part of looking at your schedule as a parent, yeah. what is healthy for mm-hmm. you mentally, yes. physically, yes. spiritually? What's healthy for you? Mm-hmm. And what changes do you need to make in a crazy, busy season that you're in? Yes. What's healthy for your kids? Mm-hmm. It's not what the world and our culture says. Right. It's what we sit down and we figure out and we reflect, like you said, Linda, yeah. taking time to stop mm-hmm. and reflect mm-hmm. Is this working or is it not working? Right, this right. crazy schedule that we're right, in, this right. this hamster wheel that we're rolling, running in, you mm-hmm. know. And I also think, just came to my mind too, there can be a level of protecting yourself as a person to have a busy schedule. Like, there's no room for anything. I'm so busy. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have room to feel things. I don't have room to process things. I'm just going to go, 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 go. Maybe you're in a difficult mm-hmm. season. Maybe you're in a winter season, but you're presenting as a spring season of busyness. Mm-hmm. Just stop and think a minute about that. If you don't have space mm-hmm. and time in your schedule, why is that? Yeah. Why are you walking through that? I think it's just important that we really process and think yeah. through those things. And then get gutsy enough or create the courage to yeah. chop away some things that yes. aren't really there you necessary. Go. Right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. You know what busy stands for, right? Um, I've heard this before, but you're testing me. (laughs) Uh, Being under Satan's yoke. Yeah, yeah. So we can't allow the enemy to really rob us and to, you know, basically take away what God has for us. And so rather than living in that bondage of busyness all the time, Mm -hmm. we need to have that space of freedom where we can just stay healthy and make sure our kids are healthy and there's so much pressure on their on them mm, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it, it, we just have to be whatever we do. It has to be sustainable, and we just yeah. got to make sure that we're doing what is consistent with what we say is most important yes. in our lives as and well. And just super so. quick, I know that there are some single parents yes. that listen, and I know that there's some choices that you just don't have. Sure, you know maybe mm-hmm. it's even widowed mm-hmm. parents yes. that are raising children on their own. There, we understand and we know. I don't know that we understand to the full depth of what you go through, but but we want to encourage you yeah. that you can do this. You can assess 
and make some space in your schedule. And mm-hmm. we just pray God's yes. favor, blessing, wisdom over your life, wherever, what season, whatever season you're in, that he would give you wisdom to walk through that season. And yes. that's really, ultimately, we have to seek God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very good. So good. Very good. Well, I know you have been blessed uh, by this podcast episode. It is an incredibly important one, thinking about the different seasons that we all go through, yeah. especially as a parent, as uh, even a marriage partner, if that's your scenario. So yeah. we also know that you are in relationship with people who need to hear this. So would you do us a favor and do your friends and family a favor mm-hmm. and just text this episode to them, share it with them. And you can like and subscribe as well so that you don't miss any of these episodes because I know they enrich your life. And another thing we'd love to get your help with is dropping some comments under the Mm -hmm. podcast episode so that we know we're on track here. And if you've got questions for Rodney and Michelle, they are so good at responding. And they will even create podcast episodes around the topics that will be helpful to you. So would you do that for us? Rate and subscribe. Share this with a friend. Share it with maybe more than one friend because I know that you can be the hero in someone's life by bringing this information to them. And we want to remind you as well that you can get a copy of Rodney's book, The Double Win. And how you do that is go to The Double Win, or excuse me, go to The Winning Family. We've got a lot of different domains here that we use, thewinningfamily.com. Yes. And you can sign up for the mentoring program. It's called The Mentoring Club the monthly mentoring club, sign up for that trial. You'll get 30 days of access with Rodney and Michelle. What an incredible gift. And they will mail you a copy of the double win, which will help you go through any season that you are in, in parenting and in marriage and in life. So take advantage of that. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Thanks again for joining us on the Winning Family Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Winning Family. Also, we would love to hear what's on your heart and mind as parents. Send us any questions you would like Rodney and Michelle to answer in the future episodes by sending your questions to the podcast at thewinningfamily.com. We look forward to hearing from you. For more helpful resources and content, be sure to go to thewinningfamily.com. Until next time, thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of the Winning Family Podcast.